Hello everyone and welcome back to the life of Riley. Today I'm going to be doing a little Q&A. I asked on my Instagram story if you guys had any questions and I'm going to answer all of the questions right now. So if you're interested in that, stay tuned and enjoy this episode of the life of Riley. Hey, hey everyone, welcome back. So it's Sunday morning. I'm having like a lazy Sunday. It's kind of overcast. I'm having my coffee and um, it'll be Tuesday when you guys hear this, but it was a good weekend. Work has been good. Work has been crazy. It's been kind of a weird week. Um, Disneyland is making layoffs right now and so many of my friends that have worked at the company for a long time and love their jobs and are good at their jobs are losing them now and it's really hard to watch. So those conversations have been tough throughout the week, but I'm just thinking of them and everything happens for a reason. I really believe that. And so, you know, on to bigger and better things is what I like to believe for these people. So it's it's been a rough week, but been a good week otherwise and um, I hope that you all are staying well and let's get into today's question shall we so again these are just from um, Instagram like I asked on the story and you guys ask questions okay so someone asked what's the scariest thing about being on television (laughs) that's kind of a funny question um I think the scariest thing is just messing up because most of the time when I'm on the news, it's live. Uh, actually, all the time so far. Um, it's live. So that's kind of the scariest thing. But I will say more scary than being on television is actually being on Facebook Live. <laughs> because when I'm on Facebook Live, like out at the scene of something, a crash or whatever, people in the comments, they'll they'll tell you what they think. And like if you're not giving enough information or they think that information is wrong or like they'll tell you. So that's actually way more scary because, you know, when you're on TV, you don't hear about anything until after it airs. But, you know, when you're on Facebook Live, people people tell you what they think. So I think being on Facebook Live is actually a little bit scarier just because of all the comments. Someone wants to know, a few people actually were kind of just asking about my new job in general. How's transitioning been? I miss you. Oh, I miss you too. Um, How's it going? Yeah. So the transition to the new job has been quite honestly, a steep learning curve, but so much fun. Literally this job, I always say this, it's more fun than I thought it was going to be. It's a steep learning curve though. You know, working um, a lot, working five days a week, sometimes on the weekends, depending on what's going on, always having my phone on me, checking my emails constantly, checking social media constantly. And you know, apart from just the job and the reporting, right? Because that's that that is the job. There's social media. There's posting on social media to let people know about stories. There's responding to people's messages when they have questions, and that takes up a lot of time. So it's definitely been a steep learning curve, but I'm having so much fun, and I truly have the best team that I work with. So they've been very encouraging and very helpful, answering literally the bazillion questions that I have. So that's definitely been such a nice, um, such a nice resource to have. Someone wants to know what some of my favorite memories were working at Disneyland. Funniest or favorite memories. I have so many good memories, so many good guest interactions. Some of my favorite are when, um, you get to know guests, like, 
uh, annual pass holders or families that come every year. I had one family that visited Disneyland once a year. They were from out of state and I met them every time they visited and they remembered me and we I remembered their children and they were so sweet and they ended up writing me a really nice letter and gave it to a host one time um, when I was working. But it was, it was just th- those kinds of things, like those memories, um, those stick with you forever. The funniest thing I think that's ever happened... Hmm. Oh, I've told this story on the podcast before, but it's my favorite. One time a little girl shoved her fist down my down the top of my dress and her name was Barbara. And so she like shoved her fist down my dress and she was like like shaking her fist in my dress like literally in in my chest. And I was trying to pull her hand out, but her name was Barbara. So I was like, Barbara, oh, Barb, Barb, Barbara, Barbara, oh, Barbara. And her parents like weren't doing anything. And her name was Barbara. And I just thought it was so funny because she's like this three-year-old little girl who's like got her fist down my dress. And I'm just like yelling Barb. That was a good time. Uh, Someone wants to know, how did you deal with the caddy drama at Disneyland? Oh, that's a funny question. You know, I actually was super lucky. I never had any drama. I truly like got along with people there and they were so nice like everyone I found to be very very nice um I did see the caddy drama I saw it happen and I tried to just like stay above it and listen to all sides so like people would vent to me I'm one of those people you know for better or for worse I'm one of those people that people vent to (laughs) like I am a person that they will come and talk to and so Um, I love that. I love being that person because I love hearing people out and listening to them, but it definitely leaves room for um, the drama. So I definitely just try and listen to all sides and be super objective. And that's kind of how I stayed, how I stayed above the fray, as they say. I would say the best thing about living in a new city is that you get to take advantage of new things that like I never would have been able to do living in Orange County. And also I may never have been able to live up here on the North Coast. So being that I have to for work, it kind of like forces me to explore a new area and try something new. So that's definitely my favorite thing. I think the hardest part about living in a new area in general, and then specific to this area in general, it's just like making friends. I think like I don't have any friends up here. I mean, I do. I have my work friends and they're awesome, but um, I don't have friends other than work friends. So That's kind of like the hardest part, I think, but I actually tend to do pretty well on my own. Like I'm really extroverted, but I actually really enjoy like weekends alone. So, um, you know, just that making that transition. And then specifically here in Humboldt County, the hardest thing actually is that it's not really super sunny here. So like right now it's overcast and, um, I don't mind that really necessarily. It's not until I go somewhere that's really sunny, like when I go back to my parents' house and I see what the difference is, I do miss the sunshine. That that's a little bit that's a little bit hard for me, but um you know, it's good. I like it. It's all good. I have like a Bella Swan vibe now, like I'm not tan anymore, just kind of like very Bella Swan. Okay, the next question is what gives you joy? Um so many things give me joy. Are you kidding me? Literally most, most top of the list, <laughs> top of the list that gives me joy is um, talking to other people and having good conversations. I get so much energy from having a really good conversation with somebody. So that brings me the most joy, just interacting with others and getting to know other people. Um, other things that bring me joy, my work brings me joy. My family brings me joy. Um, like, you know, when I get to hang out with them. There are certain people in my life right now that just 
bring me immense amounts of happiness when I spend time with them. So yeah, things, things are good. Um, my mom asked the best meal that she cooks. Thanks for the question, mom. Um, the best meal that my mom cooks is tuna casserole. It's my absolute favorite dish. It always has been since I was really little. I don't even know how she makes it. It's like noodles. And I just know that she puts crushed potato chips on top. Oh my God. It's so good. That's my favorite meal that my mom makes. My mother also asks, what's the funniest or best advice your mom ever gave you? (laughs) Mom, thanks for all these questions. Shout out to Rebecca. The funniest advice my mom ever ever gave me, um, I think the best advice my mom ever gave me was happiness is a choice. She always said that to me growing up and um, I live by that now, you know, like everyone has hard days, but for the most part, you know, obviously no one's perfect, but for the most part, I choose to be happy about my life and my situation and I choose to be happy on an everyday basis, so that's really some of the best advice my mom's ever given me. What's your favorite weekend ritual? Oh, I love the weekends. I love weekend rituals. Um, Some of my favorites, gosh, there's so many. I love having coffee in the morning. I love coffee by myself. Um, I'm actually not watching a Netflix show right now, so if you have any recommendations, please let me know. I just finished Gilmore Girls. I've already seen it, but I watched it again. Um, I love like watching TV and having coffee in the morning on the weekends. I love going grocery shopping. Oh, I love that. Um, I love getting my nails done on the weekends. I love cleaning. I love cleaning, you know, doing like a deep clean, doing my laundry, washing my towels, washing my sheets. I love cooking for the week. Um, When I first moved here, I actually did a lot of like hikes and walks and I've kind of like gotten away from that. So maybe I should um, get back on that. But Yeah, those are just some of my favorite things to do on the weekends for sure. I love that. Sometimes I'll even do like a self-care thing. I don't really do a lot of self-care stuff, to be honest. For I mean, I do. Like, I do get my nails done, self-care. I do get my hair done, self-care. But I mean, like at home. Like, I don't do a lot of like masks or like spa treatments at home. I find them to be kind of time-consuming and I'm not very patient for them. (laughs) But um, yeah, I love that. I love that kind of stuff. And now that it's fall, I've decorated for fall, like lighting a nice fall candle and just having some coffee. Oh my God, I love it. Next question. How do you measure success? Um, what a really good question. I think I measure success personally um, by determining A, whether or not what I'm doing is helping people and making a difference, a positive difference in the world. And I don't mean like globally, like local, like literally, like, is it making a difference in that moment to that one person? I just mean like in general in the world. And if I'm happy and I feel fulfilled, I think that that's how you measure success, you know? And um, I definitely don't measure success monetarily. I definitely don't measure success by status. Um, The only thing I will say monetarily wise um, is I eventually would like to get to a place for me, I will be very successful when I get to a place where I can like support my family, like not that they need it, but where I can just like buy things for my family, like treat them to things that will, that's really, really important to me. So I guess in that sense, like eventually I'll, I want to get to a level of success where I'm able to do that, but Otherwise, just, 
you know, being a positive person in other people's lives and making their lives better and just feeling personally fulfilled. And those kind of go hand in hand because when I am able to make other people's lives better, I do feel personally fulfilled. So that's how I measure success. And then someone asked if I'd rather have a boyfriend that's like super ambitious or not ambitious at all. Um, I'd rather have him that's ambitious. Like, for sure. For sure. I mean, I can understand how if you're both... I consider myself to be a, a pretty ambitious person, to be honest. Um, so I guess if they're, like, really ambitious and you guys are, like, conflicting and butting heads on things, you know, that's probably not a great situation. But I would much rather, like, have to fight over, like, where we're going to live because we both have such great job opportunities you know, and like, we got to compromise on that. I'd much rather have that issue than have someone that just like follows me around and like doesn't have their own thing going on. I don't think I would really like be super attracted to someone like that. So definitely would want a boyfriend or a husband, whatever with, um, with ambition, like a lot of, like more ambition as opposed to none. Okay. Those are all the questions. Great job, everybody. Teamwork. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Enjoy yourselves and uh, make the most of whatever situation you're in. Uh, I miss you guys so much. So I will talk to y'all soon and enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks so much for listening to The Life of Riley.